Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host, Tim Taylor. Woo! And we're back after a week off. Um, we haven't done an episode in a week. I was out there in LA. I've been traveling a bunch recently, so it was a little tough to get our second episode in there. Um, yeah, but, but I got a new here. job conflict with our usual time, too. You know, there's it's, we got some moving parts over here, but don't worry. We're, we're going to be here for the rest of the weeks. All right, guys? Have no fear. Yep. And we have, we have obviously, the Celtics are in the playoffs right now, going fairly well, but we'll get into that a little bit later. And I've then, got nothing until we can until I have a green light. So, yep, moving on. <laughs> and then the Bruins are, uh, you know, we clinch a playoff spot. Yes. And uh, in front we, of you, in we, front of your eyes. I had to come back home in order for them to to win a game. So, hey, dude, what is up with that? I, hey, I don't know, but I should be getting that was, paid. That was wild. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they literally can't win without him. Jesus. Hey, crazy. I, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, everyone on this podcast is going to want you back in those seats now. Yeah, well, I'm going to be there the rest of the season and all the playoffs, so nobody nobody worry. Well, I, I must say, had a blast having you out here, dude. And, uh, you know, it's a bummer it can't happen again next month. But, hey, who knows? You know, maybe. <laughs> you almost got that voucher. Who knows? But I, uh, I almost been, literally right. just booked another trip out there because I almost got a $1,200 voucher from American Airlines, but they took maybe. it away from me. Maybe if we start a Patreon, you can just live out here and then just fly back for Bruins games. Yeah, exactly. That'll work. <laughs> yeah. Should just take a Patreon. That's what I hear. Yeah. Private jets. Whatever. Uh-huh. One Patreon All equals right. one PJ. Yeah. One subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so tier one, guys, is about um twenty grand, but it's all good. We'll give you a lot of um extra content. Maybe a shirt yep. here and there, throw in a sticker. <laughs> We're gonna give you flyers and ask that you can leave those places you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but it's always it's always yeah. fun being out there. It's it's so different from out here that you know getting away for a little bit is always a good time, and we always find some cool stuff to do. So that was that was great. Yeah, you got to uh, you got to do the more enhanced Warner Brothers this time. I did. I got to do the more enhanced Warner Brothers, which is, for anybody who knows me, you know, pretty much the only thing that I care about as far as, like, if there's anything I care about <laughs> outside of hockey and outside of sports, it's nerdy stuff. So being able to do that was super fun. And then next time, I, I did, I want to do Sony with you. I drive by every day now with my new job. I want to do Sony. It, we got to do Paramount. Sony. Yeah, I want to do Paramount with you. We too. we got a bunch of stuff to do, but I live out here, but I don't kind of go. You know, yeah, like, but I'll get on there. It's I'll like be a, on there someday. It's like a touristy <laughs> thing. Like somebody on yeah. my tour when they were like, "Where's everybody from?" and he was like, 10 minutes away," and everyone was kind of like, "Okay, weird." Like they th- it was Is it was it more weird that he was from the going area. To a museum. Yeah, yeah. It's going to a living museum, right? I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm a I'm a nerd and a sucker for it. I, I want to work in the industry, you know what I mean, and I right. have and such. So, I don't I don't think it's weird. Not me, Screw me either. People. They're just jealous because they're like, you can do this anytime. Yeah, you yeah. took someone's ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, let's get to the ice. Oof. Yeah. So it's, be it's, it's be good. Clinched, it's good that man. we have a playoff spot, but it's also not good that we haven't got any guys back from injury. We just keep losing nope. guys due to injury. 
Um, and then we have guys like Brad Martian who haven't, you know, he's been ice cold for, I don't know, eight or nine games now. Um, you also have the power play who I think they, they have to be over at least 30 right now. Cause, Jeez. cause the last time that I knew the, the number, it was like over 26 and it hasn't gotten any better. They haven't scored in the power play. It is so bad without pasta. I don't know why. Because basically everyone else on that on that unit is lethal as well. They should be able to. Marchand should have some goals. Bergeron should have one or two. They, they have nothing. It's been so pathetic. And and if this is, you know, if this is what it's going to be like going into the playoffs, that's not a good look. I I can only hope that they're going to catch fire at the perfect time. You know, they can only slump for so long, and once they start feeling it and start getting some goals. Now is the perfect time for that. I agree. And and again, good to be clinched. Yeah. Whew. My God. Because, you know, five games left and we got jockeying that we could do, but we're just trying to hold on. We can either go down to the, the second seed in the wild court or we could still, you know, I mean, you, we can get sizably up, I believe. Yeah, I no. think here's, or, the, here's no, the thing. We can't, we, uh, let's see. Five. Ten, technically, we if Toronto lose out, lost out. Technically, we could go ahead of them, but not saying that. But we should be. We we could catch Tampa. You know, three three points back on. Oh Tampa. yeah, definitely. So, but you know, uh, Capitals are right behind us with 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 two. You know, they're a win off from us. Yeah, and and I think that I'm most concerned about just I want to be either the first wild card spot or third place. If there was somebody, excuse me, if there was somebody that you could play against, who would you, who would you choose? Like, I know that you got to beat the best to win it all. But if you were looking at matchups here, who do you feel like we match up the best against? And what do you want to see in the first round? Can you, all right, now that we've had, and I I apologize to everybody for this, but I'm, I need this. And maybe, you know, maybe it'll help somebody. After last year, I'm at a loss for how the playoffs work again. Because I remember there was the change and everything like that. Who can we even play right now? So basically, we're, not, yeah. we're going to play Florida. So if we are the first wild card spot, we play we play against Florida. If we are okay. the second wild card spot, we play against whoever is first in the other division, which right now I believe is the Rangers. Um, but Carolina, they have been switching back and forth, so it could. How be does more- that work? How do, how come the better wild card team gets the best team in the league? That doesn't make sense to me. I feel like the two seed would get Florida. I think that they just. I I honestly I I'm not entirely sure, but I think that they just do. You know, this wild card one plays the Atlantic. Wild card two plays. You know, that's the way that they would do it. But yeah. I I don't know. But I Listen, guess I, you're I th- right. It should I, I be about you're, you're gonna go through. You got to go through everybody. I want, you know, it's Carolina or the Rangers is, is who it looks like. I'll take either of them. I And I, I want Carolina. I just, they, I, they, oh, they pissed me off so bad. And I got to be around some Canes fans because I was in Raleigh. I was staying five minutes from the stadium. My cousin lives five minutes from the stadium. I've still never been to a game in my life. And that has to change the next time I'm out there. Shout out to Aunt Penny who lives 20 minutes away. Um, so, I just I hate the Canes so much, and then Brian Bardis, who we've had on the show, I have this like New England brotherhood 
hatred with his dad it gets so like irrationally angry at the fact that they still wear the whalers jerseys yeah <laughs> and actually it's rational i'm gonna say right uh i hate that they do that i feel bad for hartford connecticut and i liked the whalers better as a team and you know the year after infamously the year after they moved carolina won so anyways i would love to i just the canes i don't know why i have like a the canes are my bucks I just hate them. I don't know yeah, why, yeah, yeah. but I hate them. I don't. I don't wish them well in any regard. Uh, I hate everything about them. I think it's a stupid name. <laughs> I hate the Canes. Would love to take the Canes. A Boston New York playoff series is just to die for. Yep. I, like that's also just historically we're we're garden to garden and relax New York. Yeah, whatever. You're the garden. It's fine. We're TD. All right. Yeah. I don't want to be the. I want to be TD. Shout out to TD, the newest sponsor of the Balcony Tanner podcast. Yes. Thanks to the Jets. Um, so I, I want either of them. And there is also I say a, that uh, there's a I possibility that not to play Toronto. We avoid, right. Well, uh, if they win out and Florida loses. No. If we so okay, let me also explain this to you because F- Florida plays first wild card spot. Carolina or the Rangers, whoever comes oh, in first oh, place. If we get if we get up to Tampa, two and three play each other for both yes, divisions. Right, right, that's right. Um, so we could play four, or f- we could play four different teams. It's not we're not going to know I mean, until. I, I want Toronto. I don't. I'm not. And and with this, my point being, Florida is my the one I want the least, just because we're coming back from injury, obviously. And they're but beast. also beyond that, they're a beast. Yeah, of course. I mean that goes without saying, almost right. Or for the basketball heads who listen to this podcast, Florida is insane. Um, so, I I'm not trying to. I don't in saying I want any of those other three teams before them. It's not that I'm acting like I think we're going to avoid Florida by any means. I think no. to win this Stanley Cup, you will have to go through Florida one way or another. And so I I would love to not have to do that the first round. I guess is my point. Yeah. But um, but Toronto obviously to shut them up. I love the Kane. I, I you can't miss with the other three. I just really don't want to start with Florida. I like I'm I'm pretty open to all of it. I want to. I obviously we, we, I know you have a personal investment with some online interactions with shutting Toronto up. Yeah. But uh, um, to to me it's just, yeah either way. I I think the way I look at it is that is we're not playing very well right now, and. We have guys coming back from injury. This isn't the team. No, ideally this isn't the team. You no, know? but like, at the same like, yeah, time, we're not well, but at the same time, they had fifty-two shots on goal last night against the the Penguins and no goals. Guys aren't shooting well. They're not making good choices. This is going back to like who do we make? Who do we make look great a few weeks ago? Detroit just pelting his chest. Right. I think that's when you were here. The amount of shots that you have doesn't really like we outplayed them for sure. But it's similar to the shot selection thing we talked about with Jason Tatum in the past. It's like, if you're just taking shots to take shots, it doesn't do us any good. You know, yeah. so we need we need them to be smarter about it. Obviously, they're in their heads now about the power play. There's no there's no way around that. I mean, they are just, they're clearly... Do you remember a time it was this bad in our entire lives? I mean, I do. But like, like specifically, like you know the team that did it. I, to be honest with you, I think that the power play in 2011 was was very bad going into the playoffs. 
that sounds right um i believe it awakened out of truly nowhere just well and that's the, and that's what i'm hoping is that they kind of catch fire at the perfect time and start rolling and playing really well and you know how how it is when guys start feeling good and they're actually like scoring goals and you know now is the perfect time you need to win 16 games to win the cup and that's not a lot of games like to win four games in a series isn't that hard if you're playing the best hockey? If you, all of your guys, Bergeron, Pasta, Marshan, all these guys are playing their top level of hockey, four games is is not hard to win. I mean, you're playing against these other teams that are really good as well, but one team is going to be hotter than the other. It just is. That's just how it works. So when this team is on, we saw it from January to what March, mid March, we were on fire. We were the hottest team in hockey aside from Colorado. I mean, there's yeah, a chance. Which is, I mean, yeah, which is great because we've seen it. We're not hoping for something we haven't seen all year. Right. I'm just hoping that the the goaltending can keep up and also that these guys coming back from injury aren't going to be rusty, aren't going to be you know, trying to get back into it in playoff form, like right when the playoffs start, Pasta's supposed to be back. Lindholm's supposed to be back. Um, I think they said Sunday or Tuesday. So that only gives them about three or four games to actually get back into the swing of things. So, and if they're still, if they still have lingering issues or lingering injuries, which we know that they will, then they they're getting back into it at whatever percent, 75%, 80%, 95%, I don't know. But we need these guys to come back and really play the way that we know they can play. Whew, yeah. Here's the hoping. I mean, it's just, it's 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 rough. It's tough to watch. It's just, they're, the, 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 the best, the silver lining is just that, like you said, you know, there there is a scenario where the stars align. So... And they're a capable team, and we know what they're they're capable of, and we just really need that to be turned on. Obviously, I'm saying that like it's news. It's not. I mean, everybody knows that you have to play your best hockey in the playoffs, but I mean, we're not playing our best hockey right now, so if they don't turn it on and quick, we're a first-round exit. Easy. Yeah. We're light work. Right, exactly. But for any of these teams, I don't care who it is, Carolina, Rangers, Toronto, Florida, like any of these teams, they will they will mop the floor with us if we're if we play the way we've been playing the last few games. Or the last, I don't know, let's just say ten games. Because we've played worse than we've like we haven't played very well in the last ten games. There's been a few games, yeah, where there's been like, you know, good stretches and good play and all of that, but I mean, it hasn't been the best. Are you worried about Brad Marchand? Or do you think that there's... What do you think this is? you think it's just a slump? Do you think maybe he's taking the gas off? He's letting off the gas a little as we, you know, ideally trying to gear up for a push? Um, what do you think's going on? I don't think that it is him easing into the playoffs. I think that he's slumping, but we both know Marchand and we know that when the stakes are high, he's either going to turn it on and play his best hockey, or he's going to make a difference somehow. If he can't score, he's going to make a difference somehow, whether he be, he's an agitator. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be, but he knows think, that he's yeah. he, we need him. 
I think clutch is like a kind of impossible thing to stand out for in the NHL because, you know, everyone is clutch. You know, whoever gets that game-winning sure. goal, you know, everybody's clutch or, or the comeback goal or whatever like that. But Brad finds a way to stand out with that. Like, he's he is a clutch hockey player, and not a lot of people can set themselves apart in that department. So, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I'm not worried, but I, I was just curious. I mean, you, you get to watch him much more than the camera just keeps on him. I do uh, want to point uh, something out, though, that I kind of... Did you watch the game last night? I did not. I uh, I worked last night. Okay, right. Um, and I couldn't... And and we have a lot of sports channels, so I'm just waiting for an actual a non ESPN plus game, so right. I can throw it on. But so no, I had uh, I had the uh, Grizzlies and the Wolves going at work, which was a great game. The point that I want to make here is when you oh watch, I had the, the the Toronto uh, Tampa game on. Oh, which was a throttling right. Yeah. Um, we watched watching that game. Marshan was getting very annoyed. Um, Pittsburgh was getting under his skin. They were doing stuff to him. They were they were just bugging him, basically Be, being Brad Marchand to him, essentially. <laughs> and he was so hot, and you could see it. And he wanted he wanted to do something stupid. He wanted to do something um, bad. And there was one point in the game where they they pan the camera over, and Bergeron and Marchand are sitting on the bench, and Bergeron literally puts his arm around him, hugs and pulls him in, and he's like talking him down. This is exactly, exactly what I was talking about before. When Bergeron yeah. is not on the bench, Marshan does stupid things. Bergeron that is shouldn't work. Literally, doing Marshan, doing Marshan to Marshan shouldn't work. He is that should not work on you. It shouldn't, but it does. But Bergeron was, literally reels him in. The most an- antagonistic bullshit ever. Yeah. <laughs> But this is why he's he he isn't going no, to be the captain when Bergeron is done. Because he can't control his emotions when it comes to that stuff. Bergeron literally has to tell him, "It's all right, bud. We'll be it'll be fine." Yeah. He's a career A, and that's fine. And that's fine. He's he also does. he he's also like Go, most likely going to get his number retired by the Bruins. That does not mean because he's not able to be the captain think, of this yeah. team that he is not important and that he is not, you know, what or wasn't important for the last 12 years. Yeah. 33, 37, 63 are locks to me. I, I think. Uh, I think. At me, least thirty-seven I mean, just on a pers- and thirty-three. Just on a personal level, not like gambling on what the Bruins actually do, but that on a personal level, th- those are locks. And I think if Pasta stays here for the rest of his career and turns into one of the, one of the most prolific goal, goal scorers of all time, there's a chance eighty-eight's up there too. I hope. I hope that does happen. I would love to see that. But, but speaking of yeah. thirty-three, they only have a few games left, and I, and I'm thinking that this is going to be it for Chara. It's time. It um, is time. I, I I'm half tempted to go out to would Long you be, Island would you for be the surprised? last game. No. Would you be surprised? Not at all. If he if no 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 if he if he didn't retire. Yes. Like I, if he did one more. Yeah, I would be very surprised. Just based on just based on watching him play this season. Not that the Islanders were a good team anyway, but he was get they were skating around like he was a, a traffic oh, really? cone out okay. there. Yeah. He's a liability. I can't. I can't, I can't I, I could probably put on two hands the the number of minutes 
that I saw Zidane Ochara play hockey this year. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think I'd use all my fingers. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. He he was, I thought they were starting to skate around him when he was a Bruin, and then I and then his final year with us, I thought he, he, he found, like, a new gear, and then I thought we saw that for these other years. And, uh, yeah, I haven't watched much this year, but if it's, if it's gone, that's not surprising. He's one of the best to ever do it. He's the largest to ever do it, which just makes the longevity so crazy to me. Uh, Most games played by a defenseman, I believe. Yeah. Is that good? That's good. I think yeah. that, you know, he, he has a Hall of Fame. He's a first ballot Hall of Fame famer. Like, his career is going to be unmatched. Um, and and I hope that they they decide to retire his number as soon as possible. Like, don't wait it out because you know that it's it's due. Yeah. So I agree. Do it next year. If he retires this year, do it next year. Yeah, please. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens with no the Bruins. See how they. No one's worn it since, right? No, 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 no. Like, yeah. Um, I think I think it's I think it's going to be a lock. Yeah. Yeah. But these last few games here are going to be pretty telling for the Bruins. They got a couple easy ones and a. And they got two easy games and two, three hard games. I mean, we probably have had the toughest schedule for the end of the year out of anybody. We we played Toronto. I mean, uh, Tampa, Washington, the Blues. We played Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh again. We have the Rangers and and Florida and Toronto coming up. I mean, this this whole entire month of April was tough and is tough. So. And we're hobbling. And we're hobbling. So I'm hoping that they've been keeping these guys out because they're like, we we got the playoff spot. We want to make sure that they're as healthy as possible going in. And then now we're going to bring them back on Tuesday and give them a couple games to get their legs under them and then go into the playoffs and try to do some damage. Hope it's more of a precaution thing than it is an actual, this injury is that bad. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm just, yeah, it's tough right now. So I got faith. I got faith. Let's go. Good vibes. Good vibes in the world. That's all we can do right now. Let's do it. Send good vibes. Well, if we're going to speak on injuries a little bit, then I think that I will allow you to talk about the Celtics, but I will start it by saying that the Celtics have been playing very well in this first, this first series against Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Series yes. is long, long or, from over. I have, a th- I, have, I have thoughts on that. Well, let me let me finish. Um, the 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 way that the Celtics are playing just makes it that much scarier that Robert Williams hasn't played yet, and that he is going to be coming back potentially in the next game. And that just makes this team even more like they're going to be harder to beat. So. I, I, I'm very excited to see what's going to happen, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on the first two games and what your thoughts are on the rest of the series. Someone asked me to predict the series before it started. Okay. And uh, I couldn't. Game you know, by game I, or, like, Celtics win in, who, in six? Who, yeah, who and what. Okay. Yeah. And, and I couldn't. I couldn't do it at all. Because there's so many factors, uh, just how how would we be able to play against Kyrie and KD without 
Robert Williams. How would Tice step, like play? Uh, is Horford going to be able to keep his foot on the gas? With which is just he's just playing like a, a four year younger version of himself. It's he's he's prime Al Horford. Yeah, like the numbers are the numbers are incredible. Um, Ben Simmons is going to come back at some point, uh, we're told. And then Robert Williams, when would he be back? Early, early on, like tw- I want to say before game one, people were even thinking like game five. Yeah. Now we're, th- now we're talking three. The, sh- the sham bomb today is looking like he's going to suit up and decide at game time if he wants to play. I- I'd be surprised if he chooses, if it's his choice, I'd be surprised if he chooses not to, truly. So let me, um, uh, let me ask you a question though, real quick. Like, we're up two games to none in this series. If you're, if you're, if it's your decision, you're the coach. Do you put him in for that game? Because I don't. I, I do. I, yeah. I keep him I out. I, I do, it, and it's only it's only because of uh, the two gentlemen who I just referenced. You know, Kyrie and KD, some of the most experienced uh, playoff basketball players, some of the winningest in the current NBA uh, in terms, you know, who were completely shut down in the last game without um, Robert Williams. Incredible. The but, defense but I'm, was there. I'm finally, just saying, the, why would you rush half. him? Why would you rush him back? If you're up, I don't want to give, I don't want I don't want to give the nets a game. Me either. But I also want Robert Williams for gonna, a long he's, run. He's going to be on a minutes restriction. Here's my, here's my opinion on, on, on the knee and why, we, why we're ready to go now and why we've, We've why we've laid it this long. I truly believe the injury is removed as soon as that meniscus gets cut. He has a completely intact meniscus. All that's happening now is the bones are like rubbing a little bit, and that's going to wear and tear, and he's probably going to brace and whatever like that. I truly think we're here waiting because we needed stitches to heal, and then he needed to start to run again, and then he needed to get up. He's been doing two a day. He started doing two a days like ten days ago. Then he was doing three a days. He's it's just like I think he's good to go and whether he's going to be good or not. I, I don't believe that there's a re-injury that can happen if he tears his meniscus again. It's not because he came back. It's because a freak accident happened. Right. Like, I really just think that with this surgery, it it was a miracle where they were able to shave it from. Ideally, we still don't know the facts, but if he's ready to go, he's ready to go. I really don't think it's rushed. And and I, I don't think that the Celtics are even operating from a standpoint of we need him. We need him back. Like just to be sure to, to really stomp out the nets. I don't think it's for that. It's like he he's ready. I, I, I truly believe that. I don't think anyone's rushing him back. I think if anything, he's sprinting back and they're like, all right, well, can you do this, this and this? And he's like, yep. And then they're like, okay, I, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't keep him out for game three. If he's ready to go necessarily, I, I want him to get the most minutes, you know, in, in a world, I want him to get reacclimated to the NBA. I don't think he's going to come back and be Robert Williams tomorrow if, if he plays. No, you know what I mean? and I'm sure he'll be on a minutes restriction. So I actually want him to get back into the feel of it rather than, and I'm not even, I'm just, this is a hypothetical, a sh- sheer, sheer hypothetical. Here. I don't think I want to hear if, this. If we win tomorrow oh, and Jesus then happen Christ. to win the next game, Robert and Robert Williams plays that next game, who knows how much time off that is between games. Get him active. If he's ready to go, play him. I don't believe that we're going to sweep the Nets. It's funny, Jack Herzog, who we were going to have on tonight, we'll have him on before the next game. I believe we'll be able to get him next week. Uh, he's 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 cooked. He thinks that the Nets are punting. They're talking about how it's not just about this year and all this stuff. I don't believe him. And further, I don't trust him. I didn't trust that the Celtics were going to win game two when we were up 10 with 17 seconds left. That's how paranoid I am about the Nets. 
And I, but yeah, I, I, in, in the hypothetical world, I think the Celtics didn't play good in either of these games. They have not played their best basketball in either. They've played what? solid. Hold basketball. on, hold on, defensively, dude. defensively, great. They yes, haven't played absolutely. good in either of these games. Missing, missing layups at the rim. That would Fun. that would imply that they played bad. Because that you could say they I, didn't play great, but they played I said, good. I said they didn't. I said they didn't play their best best basketball. Fine, they played good. Obviously, thank they won you. The game. They won two they games. But, okay, but the, the team, the reason this team is a Vegas bet to win the, you know, to win the whole damn thing is because of how they played from January, from the end of January until two weeks ago, and they haven't done that in either of these two games, and they're still winning, and I'm still scared. The Nets got to have their best effort out of Kyrie Irving in game one, a 40-point effort. They had the lead with two under two minutes left, and we still stole that game. And we di- I truly believe we can play way better basketball than that. I agree, but I also think that they outplayed them in game one. We outplayed them. I thought we snuck in and stole it at the end. I mean, I think they, it could have went the other I think, way. I do, think we out, I do think we outplayed them. Yeah, but we shouldn't have blown the 13-point lead. You yeah. know, sure. Yeah, like I mean, but neither should listen, they in game two. No, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I and I hate these three days off shit or the two two full days off in between. And I think that's a huge reason that the Celtics couldn't get it going in the first half. I really do. Defensively, offensively, we hung in the game with Grant Williams, who I will say, and I'm going to post, I am a reformed hater, and I have said the meanest things. Someone called out on Twitter today. Uh, back and forth they go i just searched grant to find these insane takes and my take was i hope and, and this was from june 24th of last year i said i hope we flip him for, for a second round pick i hate him i hated him who are you talking and about i'm gonna be quick to be on him grant williams oh batman but, <laughs> uh, but i digress i am team corner office long live grant williams forever celtic his his minutes are he does thirty he plays thirty two minutes he's playing center when we need him to he's playing big he jumps up at the rim and he's he's one of the few guys in the NBA who know how to jump up and contest and not foul like to it's and it's it's a hell of a talent uh, so long live Grant Williams I, I you know I digress um, but my God I I just I'm still terrified but like everyone's like seven after after game one everyone's going seven game series seven game series i hope not i don't want a seven game series out of this i want to do away with them i i my if anything was a prediction i i've jokingly threw out gentlemen's sweep and so i hope i hope i hope we hoping for celtics in five i hope we can win two out of the next three but i don't know that is is friend of the pod jack herzog going to any of the games I don't know. I, oh, yes. Actually, I think he and uh, he, he and uh, his pops are going to uh, game four. Oh, nice. Yeah. Actually, Daniel just told me that uh, today. Well, let's hope that we can win game three so that maybe they have a bad time. I would love to absolutely ruin that game. I got to watch. I watched with their dad. Daniel, obviously a Knicks fan, but I was with them on Easter, so I watched game one with Doug, who is a Nets fan. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he was, yeah. He, he, when we went up 13, he, he, he went back out to the dinner table. I was a horrible, 
uh, Easter guests. We went to their friend's house and I was just like allowed to eat in front of the TV. And I thought maybe more people would do it. But I went out for halftime. You know, I, I mingled in halftime, but I couldn't help it. I'm just playoff basketball. It's, you know, it's like again, to shut out Brian Bardis again. It's uh, he talks about his hockey fever where he gets like physically sick. Oh, yeah. From watching playoff hockey and concerned. I 100 percent have that right now. When the Celtics play, I was, dude, I was a wreck for the first three quarters. And, and again, that's why I didn't even believe we were going to pull it out in the end. And yes, I definitely think we outplayed the Nets. I think we couldn't get it going offensively in the first half. They could. And then we stomped them out in the second half. Shout out to Jalen Brown. Shout out to Jason Tatum. Who? Who, who in the last two games, father of Deuce and many, oh, many other NBA okay, players. Okay. Got it. Um, who in the last game, uh, or in the last two games, I'm sorry, has had the most assists in back-to-back games, not in his playoff career, in his entire career. 16 points on not terrific shooting for him. Just got everyone involved. 10 assists for the guy. He's just finding new ways to be great every week. Yeah. It's it's just, it's incredible. It is, it's incredible. I wish I watched at a place with with volume. I won't watch another game this series without volume. It is I'm so upset. I mean, not that I could get Gorman's call out here, but just to hear the garden when Brown hit that three, like I gotta. I just I, you're sitting in a yard house and like the beers are huge, but like the sound is off. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a bummer. Um, man, I, I I yeah. My point is they've played good, not great. Let's play great basketball. The Nets could still. Not this up in Brooklyn. I don't know. I I mean, don't that's know why I said it. this series is far from over. So far, and and Jack Herzog has wrote it off. I, I again, we'll have him on. Let's see if he if he changes his tune. If there's a result we don't want tomorrow, right? But I I don't know. I, I play time, Lord. Keep keep playing Peyton Pritchard. The best thing is that this shout te- out to the dude. Hold on. Shout out to the cojones on our guy. Who I was questionable on, and now I I hope we sign him to a twenty year contract. Head he, head honcho, Ime Udoka, who goes, oh Al Horford followed out fouled out. Hmm. All right, I'll close the game with Peyton Pritchard. Let's go. God, that gets me hype. Dude, he loves peepee. I know. Grant Williams is sitting there, ready to go in the game. No, nope. nah, nah. Sorry, we're gonna throw the five eleven brick <laughs> shit house out at you. Sorry, I'm Penny. He he uh, was clutch. He was he was feeling it. He was awesome, man. Yeah, awesome. I love Peyton Pritchard, and the guy who finds a way with his size to still be massively effective on defense, or at the most, not something you can attack. It's just kids got heart. I just I love this team, man. I love everyone on this team now. Everyone, even Grant Williams. I got all right, all right, all right, all right. Here, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> There's two things that I need. We need to talk about on this episode, and yeah. and I want to just say them so that we don't forget. And you can okay. start with whichever one you want. All right. I want you to tell me about your experience with the man who was at the Bruins. I mean, the Celtics game the other day, courtside. He goes by the name of Mick Lovin. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah, and he then I know publicly. Yeah, I, I, he says everyone call me McLovin <laughs> from that one movie <laughs> yeah. I did. My very I can't first really movie. Get any other roles? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
And then I know I'm about to take a ton of heat, so I'm just going to say. And then you got to talk about your boy Marcus Smart winning Defensive Player of the Year. I wish this was video because I'm just looking around side to side and I'm going, who? Yeah. What did he win? Here we go. The GOAT? N- n- no, not the I GOAT. Wanna, I want to apologize. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus Smart. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, he's the GOAT. Sure. And then LeBron, and then LeBron James. <laughs> uh, shout out to at Marcus Smart on Twitter. That if At Marcus Smart. M A C U S. S-M-A-H-T, I believe. If you're not following that on Instagram, do yourself the damn favor. <laughs> Absolute goat. We should cut this and let him know we shouted him out. He's awesome. Uh, I'll start with McLovin. Okay. Um, we've had my cousin on the pod a, a time or oh two. Oh, my God. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So he was doing a show, and I so I split a set with him. So he did five minutes, and I did five minutes, and we did ten together. And uh, it was this thing called Your Neighbor's Backyard. They're actually out of New York now um, because people relocated. Shout out to uh, my friend Dom, a producer on The Colbert, you know, whatever the Never heard show of it. Is. Yeah, but she puts on this backyard show called, and if you're in New York, you should check these out. Keep an eye out for it. Look it up on Instagram. Your neighbor's backyard and they're very small intimate shows with you know like music acts that are like decent or like comedians i was i don't know why i said yes i do this when they said do you want to do 10 minutes of stand-up i said i haven't done this in two and a half years sure yeah like let's let's force myself to do it um but i was like i'll do five i'll give sully five and so guy. yeah you know me yeah. uh gotta gotta support your family gotta eat everyone's gotta eat that's true um so I do my five, and then Sully comes out and does his five, and he he's got a beer, and he's shocker, talking, there's some some joke about like chugging this beer or whatever, and uh, and McLovin goes, "Do it." McLovin's band is playing the show. I forgot to mention, so they're they're headlining. They're on after me, and McLovin and his guys. Like I think for both of us, me and my cousin. I, they were like smiling and positive, but like it totally could have been like this guy like sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I like to think that like it was a very weird environment for someone to try to be funny because like most people were there to see music. Right. And I was getting like uh, I was doing okay considering that we were. Uh, so I like to think that the, he was like eh, good shit. Like you know like re- like I'm gonna like support this dude. They could have just been heckling, but anyways, McLovin made Sully finish finish an entire beer, and you know his set that was already. Gar- garble just became garblier and then the you know he awkwardly left the stage uh, like two minutes after that sounds about right but yeah that's 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 my and cousin Sully's r- run in with uh mclovin the, the Only- funny thing is is that if you brought that up to him if you if you brought that up that he would probably remember who cousin sully is that, and that's uh, he probably wouldn't remember that that was his name but hey do you remember like the drunk dipshit who did that small backyard show in hollywood that you did one time and he'd be like yeah, kind of. Only you know, only just, Sully would get would get heckled by McLovin. Yeah, get punked by him. Yeah, <laughs> do it. You won't. At at cousin underscore Sully on Instagram, so you can see who we're talking about. He's a mess. Um, Jeez. But yeah, that was his brush with God. <laughs> and then my and then my brush with God came when I purchased a jersey when I was with you over COVID. 
black jersey. Yeah. It's got General Electric add-on. It's from okay. the first year. Yeah. It's on the clearance rack. Number's 36. Yeah, here back we go. Smart. Yeah. The other night, his back, his back read something else. D-P-O-Y. No one could really tell if the Y was there or not. But my man came in rocking the custom, the absolute custom robe for game two after it had been been announced that he is the defensive player of the year. Everyone has, we've people have been saying that he is the uh, second guard all time to do it. I would like to correct that stat. Michael Jordan was a guard. He was a shooting guard. Uh, Marcus Smart played a lot of shooting guards. So he is one of three small individuals small on the smaller end of individuals him gary payton and michael jordan who he just happens to be the best out of that threesome um what who, so, michael jordan yeah mark smart uh mac is smart uh <laughs> this is painful yeah man yeah he's you know we get it forever you know like the thing about history and winning things is that they <laughs> are in the books forever cool and thanks so... for breaking that one down for me genius <laughs> <laughs> and so next and so next trade deadline when you think that there's some sort of asset that we could ship on a nice contract just remember dude listen remember l- listen listen all, listen i made all of the bros mad who made all the analytics bros on twitter shit a brick because he won defensive player of the year it should have been go bear uh anyways and bam's like it should have been me shut up <laughs> Should have been the goat, Marcus. Shout Smart. out, Marcus Smart. <laughs> oh man, sorry, Andrew. We got him forever now. We don't have him forever. Now his trade value is even higher. Yeah, now his numbers in the round. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, shout out to Marcus Smart. Man. He's got to win back to back, and man. we have to win three championships. And then and away. Actually, that's that's go. not true. The Celtics will literally retire every number. So and away we go. And then we're gonna retire numbers. At what point and do so. they start letting players on the Celtics wear numbers in like the hundreds? It's, yeah, or like or like or like letters. <laughs> yeah, four <laughs> A. Oh, oh shit, that's double X. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh man. Um. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's pretty ridiculous, <laughs> to be honest. I'm glad. I'm glad KG's is up there. It's hilarious to think Ray Allen's would ever be up there. But um, anyways, Rondo too. I, I don't think. I don't think so. I don't think so. Don't nah, do it. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. I you know. Ne- next up, if anybody, Tatum or Brown. We'll see. And you know they got a lot of work to do for that. Yeah, I was so gonna we'll say see. it's early for that, but yeah. Very early, yeah. It's in the cards, but but you can see you can see the potential there, and and it those are the types of players that end up up in the rafters. Yeah, they spend a long exactly. career here. They win a championship or a couple, even if they're if they're lucky. Uh, I mean, if they're lucky enough to even win one, then that's when you really start thinking about the the stats and what they've done and what they've won, and then those numbers go up there. And dude, this team is just like, I, I just like kind of I I really this is so lame, but it's like you 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 wake up and pinch yourself, 
it's like in December we were like, let's hope for the play in. Yeah, right. And then late January we we're like, yeah, looks like we looks like we'll we'll get the play in. Then we got the two seed, and this team was everything. That, you know, one one thing I I want to give us credit for is we've said that you know there's no obvious move out there to make this team incredibly better. It's dependent on the Jays working and working together, building and, around that. And building around that and they figured it out and they and i want to give credit to them for trusting marcus smart becoming the point guard and it took a minute to buy into the program and when you do stuff like that you get exactly what ended game one yes yeah. fake three where he pulled two defenders and just jason knowing to cut i saw a tweet that i thought was a good point someone said like, like he was talking about how people were saying kudos to Marcus Smart. Like that shows maturity because you didn't shoot that shot. And someone went to Marcus's defense, which I agree. People weren't cutting earlier either. You know, sure. Like, kudos to Jason Tatum for doing that cut. Yeah, not standing at the three, waving for the ball, well, waving for the hero shot. Four months There's ago, times- four months ago, Marcus Smart takes that shot and misses. So sure. and the- I hope. I like to think he never takes it in the playoffs. I, I like to think that four months ago, Marcus Smart won't take that shot in the playoffs. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we, but we saw it. We, we, were, we were complaining about these guys taking bad shots and and not. No, no. I'm just, I'd like to think that when a more important game is on the line. I know they're all important. But sure. But in, in the first round is more important. But exactly to your point game before one. is that nobody was making that play happen like they did. Anyone. Yeah. In, in, the, in that game. It, yeah, not Marcus, not Jason, no nope. one. Brown, I, 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 I've been saying it, but I, I haven't been able to. That's right, we haven't recorded the play of that game to me. Aside from our final, oh, here we go. We got the bird today. Nice. All right. Oh, it must be recording at a similar time because I think this is the the woodpecker once more. Oh, yep. nice. We got the woodpecker again. Very good. Um, yep. And so, uh, the play of the game besides the the final defensive possession against the Nets. And aside from Ime Odoka not calling a timeout, timeout, speaking of cojones once more, head honcho cojones, uh, was Jalen Brown taking taking the layup to cut it to one. Yeah. I, I just, that is so overlooked to me. And it's just the smartest play in the world. Get two. You can't tie the game. And you definitely can't miss that and let them score at the other end. It's over. Get two points. He got right to the rim. Uh, that was to me. That was my, that was my favorite play of the game. Um, but it's also funny, you know. We win by a point, right? And uh, you know, everyone's writing off that Kyrie inbound pass where Marcus Smart just like snuck around and grabbed it and put it in the hoop. That was the game. It was technically the game, right? So, oh man, it's if I feel good. Let's let's see what happens with these added components. I would love to get through the nets. And dude, you know, I, I you hate to see it, but teams are falling apart right now. Yeah. Middleton. Middleton's out for four weeks. The Bucks got a lot less scarier. Uh Joel Embiid getting an MRI on MRI on his thumb. Said it says he's in crazy pain from it with his thumb. That seems out of nowhere. Um, <clears throat> Devin Booker out for the Suns. Things are opening up. You hate to see it with injuries, but you know it's it's every year. There's just 
chips start to fall. I hope the Celtics can stay away from the bug. I hope that Bruins can get healthy. But, it, you know, there's some weird aligning going on here and uh, could be could be in for a long road. I hope we are. It's 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 really it's really promising. I don't feel comfortable at all. I love that we have a 2-0 lead uh, and I hope we don't go seven. But if we do go seven, we'll see if we lose. That's awful. I don't know. I just did. Can the Nets win four of the next five games? That's just that just to me, that's just we fall off. And so, like, I when I look at it that way, I I feel more confident. But it's just like in the moment, you know. Yeah. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, they're very good at basketball. Crazier things have happened. But and I've, I've called out Kyrie for being very good at basketball. I'd also like to say Kyrie Irving is still a huge douchebag to me. Yes. <laughs> Hundred percent, but I'd also like to say, keep jabbering with the fans. I don't care. I mean, he clearly doesn't care either. Yeah, pay fifty k a game. Who yeah. cares? Let's go. So hit hit me with your uh, your prediction for game three. What do you think is going to happen? You think that we're going to come out hot? You think we're going to come out slow? We're going to win? We're going to lose? What's the deal? I'm sorry. One other one other shout out. I get. I'd be remiss if I didn't do. Okay. The Celtics. The, the ability to play this way without Robert Williams and to keep this consistency. We shouted out Al Horford. Daniel effing Tice. Wow. What a trade. Just what a trade. We, we The things we did at the deadline. Derek White still cold right now. I, I would implore everybody to stay patient. Derek White is going to come around and we're going to be thrilled to have and see him yeah I, I really i really believe that uh you know be patient in the playoffs it sucks to hear but you know when he stepped out of bounds on that possession in game one oof brutal um he's still new here and he's and he's being given a solid role and a lot is expected out of him Derek white will straighten out Derek white will be a better player on this team than, than he was on the spurs i fully believe that but Daniel Tice, who couldn't play for the Rockets down the stretch, couldn't get minutes on the Rockets starting in the playoffs for the Celtics. Amazing scoring effort last game. God. I long live Daniel Tice. He's also got the the bulletin board material, you know, of of well, since they don't have Robert Williams, we can shut down Tice and blah blah blah. I mean, that can only feed into him wanting to play better and prove that they yeah. can't just do that. And, and you know, he, he really is, and I think everyone can agree with this, and I know Celtics Twitter is pretty big with this, he really is the most <laughs> BS called on fouls <laughs> in the history of man. He sneezes, like, on the other side of the floor, and he, he was the foul was on him at the rim. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. But, dude, shout out, yeah, shout out Daniel Tice. Keep feeding that fire. The the we have three we have three big men that I'd go to bat with once we get Robert back and it, I I can't I can't remember the last time I'd say that about this team you know I, yeah like even even in 08, who came off the bench behind Perk I don't even I don't know Leon Poe I think we played like small ball centering or or Brandon Bass but again a smaller smaller guy I love these three uh, so shout out to Daniel Tice uh, my prediction is. We get Robert Williams on a 20 minutes minute restriction. So there's still a lot. Uh, and I think he'll start and end the game. And there's a, 
you know, so a lot still on the shoulders of Daniel Tice and Al Horford. Um, I think that I think the Nets are going to have a hell of a night. Like, a, like they're going to play, they're going to play well. Our defense is going to be there, but I just I don't think we can count on this this thirty percent Kevin Durant by any means. Um, it's like because when Kevin Durant shoots a mid range shot and he misses, it's weird, right? I, I can't I can't name another player like that's how pure of a scorer he is. I can't name another player I think that with LeBron. I see miss, you know, Steph Steph Curry. Uh, you you see his off nights when KD misses from the elbow. It's like it's weird, and he went over ten in the second half of game two. And shout out to our defense, but you know, he's he's not new to being triple teamed, and he has become the guy that he is, the legend that he is through being double and triple teamed. He can do this, so I don't know. We we got to be able to keep up with whatever their scoring effort is, and I and I I think if we can do that, we can pull it off. I mean, and also this is as close to a must win as you can get for them, aside from it actually being a must win game. Like so, they they need to put everything they can out there, and we need to do the same to stop them. I'll go one hundred five, one hundred five, one hundred two. Okay, so just to just to take another year off your life, you want it to be that close, huh? No, I oh absolutely not. I just don't think I'm going to have any relaxed <laughs> games in this series. No, I hate them. I hate a close game. Me Let's too. Throttle them. I hate them. I don't enjoy. I don't. I didn't enjoy game one. <laughs> Not and I was talking to I was talking to one of our buddies. Uh, shout out to Matt Matt Drago, who's a, a fr- old friend of ours and also supports and DMs us. Yeah, I was talking to him. And he's like, "No, the close games are good when you win." And I was like, I st- "No, I don't even like that." No, none of it's ever good. <laughs> I don't like any close game. It needs to be ten. Um, like in hockey, I'm like, it's got to be ten nothing. I hated I hated game two, and we came back and won by ten. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. We were down too much. Like, I want to just throttle them. From tip off to the final buzzer, I just don't want good games. No, nope. I'm Let's with you. Four, I would love the Celtics to win 14 more games before before this summer. That's that, all I want. That sounds good. That's all I want. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. What, do, uh, what about you? Can I get a prediction out of you? Are you going to predict that you'll be able to breathe easy or what? No, absolutely not. Play? I'm just. I, I think that you're pretty dead on with the score there, and I think that it's going to be a close game. I think that the that. Brooklyn is going to come out hot. They're going to go up, but we're going to rally back. And uh, I, I think it's not nothing's going to be easy in this series. I mean, no matter what, even even yeah. the you know if we do happen to win the game tomorrow, we go to Game Four and have that potential closing out game. That's going to probably be the toughest game there is. I mean, just because they're down three, if it gets to that point, that doesn't mean that this team would give up. You know, like there are some teams that might just give up or or think that it's over, but I don't think that you can have these two players and assume that they're ever going to give up, regardless of how much they're, you know, it's stacked against them. So no, it's going to be tough. We know that when one of them gives up, he just simply doesn't play. Right. So we we know that from not even just this year, just years and years of history of, of fact of that. So. I don't. I don't see that happening. And yeah, anytime he's on the floor, he's going to go off. Yeah, um, both of them. It was uh, rare. Last game was rare that they were both cold. It's crazy. It's crazy. And we can live with one of them. And I think the one that we want to live with is Kyrie going off and shutting down KD. But easier said than done. Shout out to Jason Tatum. His defense. His defense on Kevin Durant's been phenomenal. Yep. Phenomenal. Um, 
yeah, I'm ready, man. Let's see. Let's see. By the time we'll have we'll have all the Brooklyn games in the books by the time we talk again. Gotta get one in Brooklyn. Absolutely. Gotta get one in Brooklyn. At least one. I'd be happy so. if they split. Gotta. Let's do it. Yeah. Ha- I think you have to split. Gotta get one. Yeah. I hope it's tomorrow. Uh gonna have a bunch of people in the yard. So awesome. We'll see how it goes. Make it loud over here in Echo Park. Well, enjoy it. Go Celtics. Let's see if the Bruins can win tomorrow too. And, Let's go uh, bees. Who we got tomorrow? We got the Rangers at three o'clock. That's great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's, That's an early a noon game, game for you. Here. I got a noon game. For you. Yep. That's right. That's ABC, right? Uh, ABC? No. Is it? I. I th- yeah. I think it's or it's either ESPN or ABC. I'm pretty sure it's a big national game. I mean, a three Is o'clock that... game that makes sense. I keep getting ads. Yeah, it's it. both actually. So. Yeah, ESPN and ABC. Cool. Sweet. All right. All right, my guy. Go Bees, go, go Cs. Go both teams tomorrow. So let's do it. Yep. Stretched.